Hello and welcome back to the Ninja Tune Podcast. My name is Azaria and in this episode I'll be sitting down with London-based band PVA to chat about their newly released album, Blush. We'll hear some comical moments from their performance on Jules Holland, the formation of the band and some of the artists that are inspiring them at the moment. Hello guys, how are you? PVA in the building. Hello. Hello. We finally entered the autumn season and it seems like you guys have had quite a busy summer. Yeah, very, very busy, but um, lots of fun travels. Yeah, lots of festivals in Europe, which has been been really fun. Travel to loads of new places. Yeah, so what's the highlight? What would be the highlight of your summer? Uh, we spent like um, four days on the island of Corsica, just like Ooh. south of France. South of France. And we just oh, and we were playing a festival on the last day, but we went over a few days early to film a music video. Mm. And we were just like driving around the island, kind of like occasionally like filming some shots, but also just like sunbathing. And it was, it was so, so warm. so warm. And then so nice. On like the last day, there was like a massive storm. Mm. Um, yeah, it was crazy. The whole the whole island just like. Yeah, it was insane. And we went to go swimming. Um, but all of the kind of locals were, like, standing on the beach being like, yeah, you definitely shouldn't go swimming in the what? sea. Why? Like, because it's, it's just been, like, a massive storm. So all of the... Oh, so you might like, get sucked out. And we, like, swim out yeah. into this, like, platform. And we're like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like, then all of a sudden, this giant wave just comes and, like, throws us <gasps> yeah, off. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 that was not a highlight because we, um, we, <laughs> genuinely, say, we wow. genuinely, like, <laughs> nearly drowned. Died, yeah. I had to, like, call my like friends and be like today. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like you, or there was some like sea monster or like shark like, yeah. in there so you like couldn't go in. It was like there was we were having such a nice time then all of a sudden we were like, oh my goodness, we're so stupid. <laughs> and we were just yeah. like getting split like we're just going But I kinda I kinda got myself out of the out of the out of the sea and I like looked over and there was a lady there and she was just like shaking her head like you idiot yeah. <laughs> you British you British fools like same thing sort of happened to me like when I was in South Africa but it wasn't like well I was young at the time and obviously South Africa is known for like great white sharks but right. I just forgot and also like because South Africa is so hot I thought the sea would be warm and it was like absolutely freezing obviously the perfect temperature of a great white so just thrive and I was like splashing around like yeah 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 and my dad's like what are you doing it's like get in it's like there's great white sharks in there and I was like oh my god I was like oh my, oh my god that's nightmare that's nightmare so, yeah. fuel terrifying yeah literally the and sea that... can be a dangerous place yeah, it's such a dangerous place you've got to respect mm. it it's respect. like a yeah it's respect. like a respect it yeah it's like a like an iceberg you know it's like beautiful on the tip but then there's all this big there's this like yep. all this baggage like beneath the waves yeah i have so many fever dreams about the bottom of the ocean <laughs> well maybe we can get into that <laughs> <laughs> maybe you write a song about that <laughs> so you're releasing your debut album blush this week how does that feel uh, it feels so exciting, but it's come around so quickly. You know, when you announce an album, you know, album campaigns three, four months long, you're like, oh, that's so much time. And you just blink and it's like it's a month away and then you blink and it's a week away. But, um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, we got our first, we got our first review in today. Yeah. Oh, how was that? Yeah, it was good. Five it was out of five. Five out of five. Yeah, um, yeah. It was really nice. It was, but it was from a very small, 
I don't actually know which magazine it was. Narc magazine. Narc. Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't heard of the magazine before, but they were so lovely about it. So yeah, it was short but very sweet. It was very sweet. So yeah, I'm kind of just I think this week is this kind of stuff. It's like people gonna start saying what they think about it. Yeah. Oh, it's always frightening, isn't it? Yeah, but it's it's, quite exciting. It's interesting to see how people like interpret the stuff that you make yeah totally and it's just also nice i think it's like an act of um just like letting go mm. you know if suddenly mm. when you actually finally like let it out to people mm. yeah it doesn't become yours anymore and that's quite yeah. freeing i think it has been birthed <laughs> well we're gonna get into blush and uh, uh the creation of of the album a bit later on but i want to hark back to sort of the beginning of your career and creative journey has making and playing music always been a part of each of you or something that you all discovered uh at a certain age um, I think with me I got into it a bit later on in life I always really liked music but I think um, I would never be very good at committing to my music lessons as a kid. Mm. <laughs> my mum would get me like trumpet lessons and after three lessons I'd be like I don't want to do it anymore I'm so <laughs> bored. Um, but yeah I've always really loved music and I had this really lovely group of friends at secondary school who um, introduced me to going to gigs and I just became absolutely obsessed and we'd go to like two or three a week um, when we could and yeah and then uh, just sort of started falling into making music and I feel like it's been really nice in PVA because it's also been like such a big learning experience as well I feel like I've developed as uh, my production skills and my musicianship mm. skills like on the job and it's quite a fun way to <coughs> kind of be learning as you're going and like improving as you're going because yeah it's you know you learn a new guitar part or I learn how to do something on the guitar and then I'm like okay I've got to do this next week <laughs> on stage in front of 500 people yeah I've always been like interested in music and um my my dad and my brother and my granddad were all like quite into music like my granddad was a drummer um just like yeah for fun um but i didn't really start getting into like making music well yeah i was like 12 or something when i first downloaded fruit loops and so it's like <laughs> fruit loops <laughs> woo <laughs> yeah i think my brother had come back from like a holiday in spain or something and he was like showing me like avici and i was like oh my god this is crazy it's like a 12 year old just being like what and it's like how do they make that music and just like finding fruit loops and just making like it's a classic people still use drums. it now <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, such a funny name Avicii or Fruity Loops? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of it. <laughs> but yeah, and then kind of, I kind of like stopped producing stuff for a while and then started playing like in a band when I was like 16 or something. And then, yeah, I kind of got back into production. Yeah, just kind of used YouTube and stuff to like... Yeah, YouTube's to, a classic, I feel yeah. like, for, for our time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's I feel like, like that's everything, everything really I learned, yeah. Yeah. And still now, I think that's the kind of what TikTok has become as well. Yeah, mm. kind of like, almost yeah. like... The search life, engine, really. Life hack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you guys recently played Jules Holland alongside yes. some other great acts like Laurel Carner, The yeah. Big Moon, 
Marcus Mumford and Burner Boy. That's quite the selection. Yeah. So yeah. tell yes. me, what was that like? Uh, it was a crazy experience. It was so um, so surreal to see the set in real life, having like watched it as a show for such a long time. Um, and yeah, it was such a production as well. The way like the crew and the cameras all are, like yeah, in perfect so harmony and in sync to film in the round, and like everything's planned out. It was yeah. sort of yeah, it was so crazy to be involved. In. Really like well-oiled machine. Yeah, you know, like been going see. for thirty years. I'd hope so. After all that time, <laughs> wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine we turned up as just a mess. Yeah. <laughs> nothing running to plan. You'd be like, what? Yeah, no. Not the BBC. But it was actually amazing. It was so funny. We our, we knew our cue was after Burner Boys interview and you know standing there feeling quite nervous and mm. like the adrenaline just flying through you and then just Burner Boy was being so funny he was talking about like having an orgy in the White House <laughs> and, like Buckingham Palace and Jules was just being like yeah 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 I mean that, talking about that feeding Seven up to his um, to his his pet monkey his pet monkey who died who died <laughs> Not because yeah, of Seven because Up. Of the, no, I don't know. I'm not I didn't sure. Wanna... It was just sort of like you didn't want to kind of accuse him of you killing were just this sort, monkey. You were sort of <laughs> nodding, like, oh, what do you even say? I mean, what do you what, to any of that? But it was actually amazing because I was just laughing so yeah, much. Kind of took, and then yeah. it was just like, and PVA, and you were just like sort of still giggling. You're like, okay, you got to go now. And you're like, okay, I guess we're playing now. And so that was actually such a great thing to have just beforehand. He was yeah. like pumping you guys up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really good like the really, really. kind of fear. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really funny. But yeah, and we did a watch party for it on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and it was so it was nice. Fun. We just had like all of our friends there and everyone was like singing along. And yeah, had some Prosecco. Yeah. Stayed out far too Don't, late. That's my favourite drink. <laughs> yeah, it was so much fun. I, I was just pouring prosecco <laughs> in like people's like I pints and people's like, gin tonics. <laughs> I was being such. I was just being like prosecco for, for you. Spritz, spritz, spritz. <laughs> I love that. That is such a vibe. So, is it true, guys, that PVA was formed at a house party? Because yeah. if so, that's yeah. quite rock and roll of you. <laughs> well, it was te- actually we decided to do PVA at our then it, at, obviously at the time wasn't our manager, but it was actually our manager's our manager's house, house. party. Um, I think for her birthday. Was it? Was it her birthday? It was her I think birthday. it. I might have just been like a just a house party. But yeah, me and Josh had met a few times, and we were just kind of you know as you do at a party, just like chatting mm. away. And we both started to become friends a little bit. Yeah, we'd met a few times before, and I don't know. We we both sort of Josh was playing in a project at the time. I just finished playing in this project that. We played like a few gigs and then like our schedules didn't really work out. And yeah, we both were just saying we just really... Want to play more live. Want to play more live shows and kind of want to find a band where that's like something that is like leading it, just like playing. Um, mm. playing. These really weird techno blues yeah, and country then Josh, songs. Josh had, Josh had the <laughs> demo of talks that he sent me and I was like, yeah, let's Oh yeah, that was, that, was, that, was a, that, was a, that was a good one from those original demos. It's mm. a bit crazy. That's quite impressive because I feel like, and you've probably both been there as well when you're at a house party. You're always like, "We should meet up, bro. We should definitely hang out. We should definitely start a band. Like, I'll call you tomorrow. Like, we definitely." Yeah, well, this is the text I sent to him the next day. Was I know, no, not I know, I know, I know that like I know that people always say this at the house parties, but I'd actually really like to play in a band. So, and yeah, that's, that's impressive as well because you're probably hungover, maybe. Yeah. 
and like, was like, I'm going to do this. This is, is words of encouragement. Always follow up on things that you say at 5 a.m. at a house party to someone. Sonny says the most terrible things when he lays awake at night and I'm singing to him and he screams in his sleep. Sonny says the most terrible things when he lays awake at night and wants feeding. He screams in his sleep. So, the band formed fresh out of the house party you came. What was it like navigating the London music scene in the beginning? Like, tell us about the early beginnings of PVA. Um, I think we were just playing in, like, a lot of the South venues, like uh, the Five Bells and Windmill were kind of the main spots that we played at for our first maybe 10 
shows, the Amateur Mums, we played it once. Um, but yeah, I think it's... it's quite chaotic from our part, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, we'd be booked for, you know, it would, a lot of um, friends doing us favours and booking them, booking us at like 8pm for the show at the windmill and then us turning up and just like Lots of technical blaring, difficulties. Blaring like out of time <laughs> se- sequences <laughs> and just shouting into microphones but, but. see p- people seem to enjoy it enough to <laughs> yeah. book it. i remember one show that we played and we used to have this like like a mini midi keyboard so that the keys were like tiny and we were playing at the windmill and it like we were just about to play and this is when ella was like playing like the laptop through the midi and it like broke just before we started and so <laughs> you're like trying to like play the play songs the key- on the keyboard on the laptop, the laptop <laughs> keyboard like, like being like i was like josh is w like is that like, e or is that the which e one's flat g or, like, <laughs> and so for like half the set you're playing and then like towards the end you're like I, like this is just too I just, insane like I we just, need to just stop and is, i was like okay this is this is impossible i'm so stressed <laughs> Yeah, oh, so you, you did like you did, had no time to like practice it. Oh, I think I I think I might have written out like on small bits of paper like the letters like the, the notes and tried to like stick them onto the laptop and you're just like I don't think that's I don't think any of this is gonna really. Help. So how did that gig go? <laughs> I mean, I think it was right. Lovely. I think, you, I I think, think you pulled it off. I think there were only about twenty people there, so luckily we didn't okay. have any yeah. witnesses. And they they didn't pressure. know us anyway, so yeah. don't worry. No, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, there were there were lots of moments like that. But I think that's the thing I really love about the South London music scene is there's like so much room for people coming and just like trying yeah. stuff and it's not so you know if we if our first few shows were maybe in a smaller town or a different scene in which you know you're sort of playing in established venues and you just get like one sport gig and you're like so excited to get that if it had gone like badly like that maybe we just wouldn't we've been quite discouraged but you know we had we were getting booked for like two or three shows every few weeks um playing to you know very very small rooms of people Mm. but you just had like constant opportunity to develop and get better and sort of like you'd have a moment like that and be like let's make sure that never happens again yeah exactly let's buy a keyboard that will that will will work that will work (laughs) so was there sort of like a crossroads or an event that you can remember where you sort of crossed over from playing these small venues with not many people there to sort of being where you are now was that like an exciting moment where you were like, oh, I like a, well, like we've always been a, like a legit band, but now we're like a legit <laughs> band. We supported audiobooks at Electroworks, and I remember that show being really like when we got that, we were really excited, um, and that was one of the first shows that we played yeah. with Louis. That kind of we felt like went quite well, and like we got the set together. Um, I think it was probably the start of 2019 when we actually started kind of getting booked for, mm. like, booked for shows that weren't at the windmill and the five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, like supports. So like we supported Dry Cleaning and they played the Lexington. Yeah, and Squared. We played a few shows with them. Yeah, 2019 was a really nice year. I feel like we started. Um, yeah, I think more recently, Wide Awake when we played there in 20. 20 was that the first one or 2021 2021 yeah that was like on like the main stage and there was like a few thousand people there and i remember being like whoa <laughs> we're real bad whoa now. we're real bad whoa. now <laughs> so cool yeah. so um what song from another band or artist do you think is sort of pivotal 
to influencing your sound? I think for Blush, potentially, I would say Porter's Head is pretty, mm. as a band, and, like, sort of their attitudes to making music and, like, their output. Although maybe there's not complete similarities, it, like, sonically, I think we all see that band as, like, very much the band yeah. we, like you know, love and love together because we've all got such different music days. Yeah, I think they're, they're a band that we all have, like, our own very, like, personal relationship with because, yeah, like I was saying, we have usually, like, very different, like, music tastes listen to very different music, but Portis Head kind of seem to be the kind of, like, the middle that a lot of our tastes, like, cross over. Yeah, we had um, this really great writing week um, <coughs> when we were writing Blush and we were listening to Surge, their mm. third album, um, <laughs> in the car on the way back and I hadn't heard it before and Josh hadn't heard it before and Louis was saying, you know, after the writing session, he was like, oh, all of the stuff we were doing, like, really felt similar to this album or I think we should all listen to this album and, you know, when you're driving in the car and you've got an album on and you're driving for an hour and a half and we were all just like transfixed by the music and how weird it was and how different each song was mm. and um because i think as well because there was only like three of us often we don't have like loads of like different um like there isn't like loads of different like layers and stuff all the time because there is only three of us it's kind of i think there was i found similarities with them as well it's like often just like very simple very like stripped back and like very like direct and, mm, and quite like sequenced and yeah and like seeing another band like do that like way before it's kind of like you can kind of get a sense of different kind of ideas and things and different kind of like techniques and approaches that you might implement yeah yeah so your new album blush is coming out and um what sort of sounds can we expect from this album Varied, yeah. Well, it's really fun. I think we've got um, some quite like hard industrial moments. Mm -hmm. We've got um, like this sort of untethered like, in the individual, yeah. Untethered in the individual, very like industrial, very like beat driven. Um, then we've got some more like upbeat, kind of poppy moments, comfy and hero man. Um, and then in the last few tracks of the album, I think we really got a chance to just like bring in some different um different like colors on the palette kind of thing um transit's very rocky and um has moments of like you know folkiness um seven is like a is like a duet we did with tony and joku and it was really yeah it was built from a sort of trip hop demo that we'd made but um kind like of, a lullaby or something yeah we pulled it out to this kind of like lullaby lullaby space and Mantra or something yeah and then seven is um soap soap sorry and then soap is yeah again sort of we it felt like a song that was very different for us to make but feels very appropriate now so i think there's yeah. lots of lots of different sounds but hopefully um or we've tried to create one sort of world that they all exist they all, yeah i think a lot of our music has been I mean, yeah, we've experimented with so many different like styles and genres. Something we wanted to focus on was trying to make it feel like that it was just like 
yeah one voice and it didn't sound cohesive like, sounded cohesive yeah. yeah i think it but definitely it definitely that's something that's that i thought like, it was a very cohesive sound right, and a very yeah. unique and like interesting sound one of my favorite tracks is the focus track comfort eating yep. and there's some really interesting lyrics in the intro you say we're all born ignorant but you keep feeding it um can you tell us the meaning behind this track yeah, comfort eating is um, like literally the image of um, this person stuck in a uh, room and they have to like almost eat their way through the walls and when they get to the other side they're in this beautiful like field of their dreams. They're like stuck in a kinder egg. Yeah. They have to like eat <laughs> their way like, out. Yeah, literally. Fighting the toy. Yeah, like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the song is um, meant to be like an ode to, you know, letting go and like escaping and escaping yourself as well. Escaping sort of, yeah, I guess the kinder egg of your making. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, it's like a very emotional song, but it was quite fun to experiment with making quite like a, um, dark subject matter, quite playful in the imagery mm. and also in the, um, instrumental. Would you say it's like one of your favourite tracks to make off uh, the album? And if not, which one? I think my favourite track is Soap just for its, um... Just the way in which it sort of, like, when we started writing it and how it sounds on the album and we got, like, this lovely string section at the end. Um, the Prague String Orchestra. Yeah, the Prague String Orchestra. So that was that was really nice to have. What's your favourite moment? Um, mine's transit. Um, but just... <clears throat> mainly just, like, that last three run is kind of, like, my favourite. Um, I think all the other songs... Um, yeah, like really happy with how they came out, but maybe slightly more like expected of how they might come out with like the last three tracks. Um, just like through going through the process of like initially starting to make them and then seeing them like develop and like change so much over the course of like a year or six months. And that's what I find kind of most exciting about making music with, with these guys is just yeah sometimes yeah we'll like make something and then you kind of kind of takes on a life as it on it, on it of its own and it kind of yeah can become something that we never really like expected that we would make or be like I never thought that this was like a kind of sound that we would like explore but then it it like makes sense and it feels like yeah so interesting when you're at the end of it and you're like wow like so it just kind of like happened you didn't really like expect to see all these different sounds and colors and stuff to come out. So. I find great comfort looking at the sky knowing it's the same sky you see. It's the closest thing to being in your eyes and in your body. And I can talk about the stars, but so many hundreds have done before. I want to talk about your feet and your neck and your earlobes. I wash my hands until then I look hands that just water and soap. I wash my hands until then I look hands that just water and soap. I wash my hands until then I look hands that just water and soap. I'll tie the knot if you bring the rope. I find great comfort looking at the sky knowing it's the same sky you see. It's the closest thing to you in your eyes. But so many hundreds have gone before I 
sort of have a set process when you're in the studio creating music question i think it we changes, normally it? yeah it changes it changes quite a lot but we <coughs> normally start with one or two elements um like potentially harmonic and rhythmic so yeah we'll either have a bass line or like a drum machine sequence and like maybe like a top line or like a vocal hook or something and then we We'll jam that out, and for a lot of the track, for a lot of the tracks, that's kind of how they've come about. But also, some of them have been built in the studio, built through like production. Um, some of them were demos that we brought forward and like updated as a full band. Um, so yeah, I think it's all quite different. But I think that was just the nature of the debut. There were like lots of different things we wanted to include on it, so we were writing in different ways for different tracks, but. I think in the future, I think we want to focus on um, writing in a room together and just like songs coming from like jamming as a three as much as possible because I think that's where we get like a lot of the energy on the tracks from and it's really fun when tracks are built from that place. So you guys were nominate- nominated for Best Live Act at the AIM Awards. Yep. Uh, for someone coming to watch you, um, at your live shows for the first time, what can they expect? Because that's quite the title. Best live act. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we try and bring uh, a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We want to make it immersive. We want to make it fun, you know. Yeah. But, like, I think the sort of... It's, like, fun to dance and kind of lose yourself in it, but also... Yeah, I think we... An experience, like a sonic experience as well. Yeah, and I think also, like, for all of us, we find a lot of, like, release in playing songs and, Mm. you know, and, like, performing the songs and, like, just feel, like, you know, if you're on a good stage and you're feeling, like, the subs and you can feel everything, you, it does really feel fun to perform, like, a lot of the tracks. Um, And then you look out and you see everyone and you sort of connect with the audience. So, yeah, I think we just like those moments of, like, connection and, 
yeah. yeah, euphoria. I would love to see that because you guys are very chill, like just chilling, <laughs> smiling, having a good time. So I can't imagine you just like, you know, ripping up the stage. But I think I have seen it before in a lot of musicians. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're a bit subdued, you know, quietly. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they just get on the stage and it's just this, uh, they just turn into this <laughs> other person, this other being and just absolutely shell it. Yeah. So um, it's 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 a fun feeling sometimes when you're having mm-hmm. a chat with someone and then they're like, what do you play? And you're just like, on stage like, like, screaming and you're like <laughs> and you come up and they're like what the what <laughs> yeah because I guess you like grow comfortable to like being on stage which is weird because it's like it's loads of people like watching you but it's like yeah. a visual representation of a human being you know very multifaceted yeah. you don't always see the size but we see this and hear this subdued chill side of you guys and then we'll go to your shows and be like <laughs> wow this is so crazy Where did this come from <laughs> so tell me about a song uh, by an artist you are loving at the moment. I'm really loving the new Story album. Um, they just released, I think, on Domino, their second album, and like all the songs on it are so good. But there's this song called "Screaming in the Rain." It's amazing. I've just been listening to it on like long on walks repeat. recently, just being like, I'm screaming in the rain. And it's been like lovely and sunny autumnal days. Yes. Like, oh, my favorite. Autumn days, honestly, my favorite. I'm glad it's, I'm glad yeah. autumn is here. It's, it's a really great album though. And I mean, I've known them as a band personally for a few years now, but even before like I got to know them, <clears throat> you know, I used to listen to some of their self-release stuff and it's crazy to see how much they've carried their personality through like all of their released music and like their sort of like very DIY techniques and like sort of like made it quite hi-fi I think it sounds really sick so this is a bit of um not an unusual question but it's if you weren't doing music what career path do you reckon you'd be on like a sort of a sliding doors moment you know if you turn the other way, if you might, if you'd given up, you know, when you thought, oh, I'm not sure about this. Um. You're like, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm training currently to be a, a therapist um, nice. on, the, on the side, um, but it's going to take like six, seven years to do that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't know. Probably, I think there's probably a few things, like, I'm I'm sound like a sound engineer as well, so I'd probably do that. Yeah, but then that is kind of that is music, so it kind of it's not really the question. I was thinking if you if you guys had had it, had any like hobbies, unusual hobbies that you're like, yeah, I'd be like, for this one time I applied to be the person who writes the fortune inside the fortune cookie. I saw like yeah. a job advert Whoa. for that. That's yeah, you know, there's like, there's like, <laughs> there's like just one, like m- most of the fortune cookies in the world are written by one guy. What? what? That can't be Yeah, true. in New York, in, I promise you. And then he- What is this like, advert? Was it then, fake? No, no, as in, as in I think there are well, other people, like, but like- sells them to everyone else. Well, no, like. he writes all the fortunes and like it gets mass produced, but then he had to retire and then he had to teach someone how to write the fortunes. <gasps> And so there's been a One drastic guy. drop in the, the quality of fortunes because <laughs> this man retired from the game. I honestly, <laughs> no, I believe you. I just think that's so funny. Yeah, I didn't know that. Drop in the quality of fortunes. <laughs> and he just like lived lived in. I think he lived in New York or something. Well, then they should have hired me. So yeah. tough yeah. on that. Yeah. I literally yeah. quoted like 
I was, I think this was literally did like four years ago. This was literally like four years ago. And I like quoted like an Albus Dumbledore quote. Wow. And I was like, something, something deep, like beautiful. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Dumbledore once said this. And everyone would be just like, what the hell is this mess? I've just been reading too much Harry Potter then. Well, apart from a busy summer, what are on the cards for PVA? What can we expect to see in the near future aside from your album? We're going on tour, tour on the 20th of October. We've got a few in-stores before that um, this weekend. But also, yeah, I think we're just going to quite enjoy like writing. It's been so... Yeah. This year's been very focused on getting the album out and making the album and like getting the songs together and playing. So quite looking forward to when we're back from tour, just like getting back in the studio and like doing some experimentation. Some winter writing sessions. Some writing sessions in our in our cosy in our cosy dens i love that well there you have it make sure you go and stream blush and thank you so much for joining me here today it's been a real pleasure thank you guys you so are so much. cool <laughs> thanks for having thank us thank you so much can't eat can't sleep can't go to work i can't leave can't eat can't sleep no man-made machine or everything no goddess in between the sky it's orange roads hard